Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is Phil, the Issues Guy. Welcome to another Issues Program. You can find all past podcasts and news stories at issuesprogram.com. Follow me on Twitter at IGotIssuesMan. And you can email me at IGotIssuesMan at gmail.com. And also, if you want to be a part of the show and call and leave your messages or call during live events, you can do that at 781-990-8509. Yeah, why don't you do that? I'm also on YouTube. You can find me there and lots of other different weird places randomly scattered about the interwebs. A nook. I'm inside a nook. I'm sitting inside a nook, inside my... I'm putting all of my body, I'm putting all those gross parts of my body that you don't want to hear about, like my finger and my nose. And the stuff that's inside my nose. Boogies. <laughs> it's all about the boogies, people. I'm a little extra gravelly today, like I'm a little... I, my, voice, my voice is a little on the, on the shredder side. Not the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles variety of the word shredder. More like the actual shredder. I play in a rock and roll band. And I sing or I vocalize for said rock and roll band. And last night was a rehearsal. And I might have... It was the first time we had a real rehearsal in a long time. So I I feel like I kind of uh, overstretched the boundaries of what is my voice. Pushed it a little too far. I looked fate directly in the eye. I made eye contact with it. I tried to French kiss it, but it had really bad breath. That was the kind of thing that happened to me last night, and it caused my breath, caused my breath. Well, my breath's pretty bad, too. It caused my throat to go hibbity blah, zibla blah, cobblibbity blah. And that's all she wrote. <laughs> As I tap. Whoa, sorry, puppy. Mm. I have a puppy dog hiding behind me, sitting there. Overthrowed with fear and delight as I slapped or popped the top of my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thermos <laughs> into my microphone. But yes, people, welcome back to the Issues Program. As I mentioned, I'm Phil the Issues Guy. I'm also part of another podcast that you should check out called The Couch Masters. Well, we're not really a podcast, we're more of a collective. We do a lot of different things. Our focus is on Twitch right now, where we're doing a lot of Twitch playthroughs at the Couch Masters. There'll also be specialty podcasts featuring myself and John C. Riley and some other members along the way, doing tackling specific subjects. And please check out Second Opinion Productions for all their stuff. And my friend and member of the Issues program as well, John C. Riley, that's his primary focus right now over there at Second Opinion Productions. So please support him over there if you support us over here. It's like supporting the same thing because I'm going to make appearances over there too. It's all going to be one big mix of love and gooeyness. Taste it. Taste it all. Taste that rainbow, folks. Let's get into it. Let's get into some issues this week. Now, my first biggest issue, <laughs> it's with what's up with the police guys. Now, what the hell is wrong with policemen? If they really wanted to arrest drunk drivers, they would just park their paddy wagon right in front of the exit to every single bar at last call. But no, they don't want to. They'd rather do stupid racial profiling and stupid uh, any kind of profiling that they do. Hey, that hippie looks like he might be drunk. Let's pull his ass over. No, that shit's bullshit, and I got major issues with it. God damn it, motherfucker. 
That was supposed to be heavy music right there. Like right here. Yeah, I was like, God damn it, mother grabber. <laughs> That's what I got major issues with. But what I do really have problems with is the Olympics. I, I'm i not going to watch one second of these fucking Olympics. Yeah, that's my first swear of the day. And I'm aware of it. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm aware that that was the first time that I cursed today. It won't be the last. But it was the first because it was very, very important that I glorify my stance on fuck the Olympics this year. Fuck the Winter Olympics and everything that they're doing there. Not the stuff that's been widely publicized. Who gives a crap if the reporters have to deal with substandard surroundings, substandard housing? You're getting free housing, free transportation to go check out one of the big events of the year, one of the biggest events of, well, every four years, one of the biggest events going on in the world. You have a chance to go there for free and cover it and get paid to do it. Shut up about your surroundings because you're not in some high-class Ritz. You're going to Russia. That's not the kind of lifestyle that you're going to have there. Deal with it. And what I'm about to say, some may argue that what I'm about to say that's wrong with what's going on is kind of the same thing. I don't get what goes on in that country and yada, yada, yada. And I don't have a news story in front of me right now, so I'm doing a lot of this just from my heart, just from how I feel about this. So if I don't necessarily get all the facts right, it's okay, that's fine, it doesn't matter. All that matters is what's actually going on in this situation, and it's a fact. Now, no doubt that certain areas have problems with strays. Around where the Olympics are, the Oompa Loompas. I was going to call the Olympics the Oompa Loompas. Around where the Oompa Loompas are, there's an Olympic event. <laughs> but there's a lot of stray animals. There's a lot of stray dogs. Instead of dealing with maybe rounding up some of these dogs and, and dealing with things in a more humane way, they are torturing these dogs. They are shooting them on sight. They are beating them. In some cases, just straight out killing them with shotguns and guns and, and destroying these animals in the most ridiculous, horrible way in the world. Look it up. Go ahead. Look it up. And, and I might, like I said, I might be stretching out the truth, but there's there's a lot of really bad stuff going on to these dogs, and they're not, there are many safer, more humane ways to collect stray dogs, and even in some unfortunate cases, dispose of them if the, if the need is necessary, like they can't be rehabilitated if there's just too many goddamn one of them because you're not listening to Bob Barker and having your, pace, your pet spayed or neutered. It, I mean, it really matters. So I so I understand the need for clearing up the area. You don't want rabid stray dogs attacking people, as I've heard through through personal personal contact with people that live in that area or that have lived in that area where the Olympics are being held, that these stray dogs are very aggressive and in some cases can get right up into your face. And I'm sure what Putin was thinking and what what whoever's in charge of organizing this complete Olympics situation was thinking was that we need to do something about this now and we need to not really worry about we need to worry about the bad press for if one of these dogs attacks an Olympic goer, <laughs> a visitor, a reporter, uh, one of the athletes, something. And 
instead of getting the bad press because of that, they decide, oh, crap load of poop. We're going to get the bad press because of, because of, or we're, we're just going to try to hide the fact that we're just doing mass genocide of all the puppies, all the dog, all the stray dogs in our area. Mm-hmm. Let's just do it. Mass genocide on. Ready, set, mass genocide, go! And that just really pisses me the fuck off. Why? And again, I said the word. I swore, swore again. That's, again, intensification. I'm intensifying my biscuit. Look that up. It's ridiculous. Int- and I was a part of it. Yeah, I was. No, oh, I'll tell you. Intensify your biscuit <laughs> is when uh, Limp Biscuit <laughs> was looking for a guitar player. And they decided to go to... They decided to have like a touring check, a touring tryouts, American Idol type style, where you would, uh, guitar players would go into a room and play a little bit of guitar and try to uh, audition for the part of guitar player in Limp Biscuit. Myself, nor my friend that that was the guitar player who went to this audition, were fans of Limp Biscuit. We just thought it would be the best possible scenario for our band if. If my guitar player uh, friend, who's an amazing guitar player, uh, actually got in, it would be it would be good for our personal project for him to play with Limp Bizkit for a couple of years. It wouldn't hurt to get us into the right circles. So we're like, ah, fuck it, let's go down and do the intensify your biscuit thing, and and we had a lot of fun with it. He didn't get in, but but we went in there and and jumped around like crazy and had a at a really fun time performing for whoever the hell we performed for and they and and they were very positive about it too they were uh, they enjoyed it directly telling telling us you know we're not exactly what they were looking for he wasn't exactly what they were looking for but they did have a, an enjoyable time watching it so yes, uh, why was I talking about Limp Bizkit? Because I was talking about the Olympics, and there are two things that don't connect more than the Limp Bizkit and the Olympics. I think I'm pretty positive about that. Don't get in my face about this. Don't try it. Limp Bizkit and the Olympics are perfectly equatable. Perfectly. Undubitably. Indubitably? Yeah. Indubitably exciting. <laughs> I feel I feel like I feel like I'm 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 not being polite right now. I'm pre-recording this just in case I needed to run and go do a couple of little things here and there, but it doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem it doesn't seem honorable considering. Let me log on here if if I can. But it seems like I usually I usually broadcast this live, so why not broadcast it live? That's right. I'm just you're just looking at stuff. You're looking at me having major issues. There we go. We'll put that down. Who cares if you're looking at me? And that's right, audio people. Again, you're getting to hear about lots of visual bullshit that you don't really care about. The visual stuff that I say from here from here and there. <laughs> I appreciate you guys listening on the audio stream and not being like, what What in the hell are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. So shut up, man. Shut up, dude. Don't worry about it, Hank. Just, just dance in the pale moonlight and smell it. Smell it good. Smell that stuff right. <laughs> so needless to say, 
I'm very upset at the Olympics, and I and I could not be angrier, and I'm not going to watch one little fucking second of these Olympics this year. I can't. I I just I find that too reprehensible what they're doing with the dogs. Again, I'm not I'm not saying you you can't get rid of the dogs in different kinds of ways. There's there's certain ways to do things and there's certain ways not to do things. And the way that they're getting rid of the dogs right now aren't the I need to get a story. I need to read more about this because dogs killed Olympics. <laughs> dogs killed. Uh, yes, racing the save. The stray dogs. Here we go. Russia. A dog shelter backed by a Russian billionaire is engaged in a frantic last-ditch effort to save hundreds of stray dogs facing a death sentence before the Winter Olympics here. Uh, already hundreds of animals have been killed with uh, local authorities apparently... Uh, wanting the stray dogs cleared from the streets before the opening ceremonies, which was today. While authorities say the dogs can be wild and dangerous, reports of their systematic slaughter by pest removal companies hired to gas them by the government in recent months has outraged animal rights people and people that just aren't dumb and horrible. So it cast a really gruesome specter over the traditional Cherry Olympic... Bullshit! Traditional Cherry Olympic games? Give me a break. The Olympics are never cheery. There's all sorts of bat behind the scenes crap that goes on in every single Olympic Olympic Games. I saw Cool Runnings. I know how this works. I know in Cool Runnings there is all the, the Olympic bobsled team. They're trying to stop the Jamaicans from performing, from from doing their thing. Jamaica, we are a bobsled team, and now they're killing dogs. First, they don't let. The Jamaicans get in the bobsled competition, and they don't allow them to get a quality bobsled. They need to get that horrible hand-me-down one from the U.S. team. It's unfair, I tell you. It's unfair. Something needs to be done immediately about this. Are you going to stop them? I don't. Th- I didn't think so. <laughs> no one can stop the Jamaican bobsled team. That's a fact of life right now, folks. Fact of life that no one can stop the Olympic bobsled team, and we are in hell. We are in goddamn hell dealing with stray dogs and all sorts of horrible things that happen at the Olympic Games. Thank you for anybody that's tuned into the Issues program. I was pre-recording, but I decided to fuck it and just went live. Because that's unfair to me. It's unfair to you. It's unfair to the Jews. It is definitely unfair to the Jews. Shabbat shalom, motherfuckers. I'm going to tie you up and force you to play dreidel. That's what I'm going to do. You think you think this dog stuff's horrible? You think this Jamaican bobsled team's the wrong way to go? I'll tell you something, mean Gene Okerlund. I'm piss poor, angry, and mad. My voice is broken out of the shells of the pains that, that struck me down from above. And I'm here to podcast for you all. <laughs> Sorry, I'm having way too good of a time right now. I'm having a good time. Hey, what's up, man? I have a feeling I know who you are. Welcome to the room, Mr. D-Ray. Welcome to the broadcast of my silly goofiness. I'm here. I'm dancing. And I can't wait to turn on your stream and jerk off to... Uh, to naked images of Lara Croft. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. 
I'm okay with the fact that I find certain cartoons attractive. That the, I mean, I was once having a conversation with someone that was that I was talking about how when I was younger, well, the obvious one for everybody is Jessica Rabbit. She's she's totally bangable. Jessica Rabbit's. I mean, you have Kathleen Turner's voice before she's. <laughs> Before, yeah, we got, we got, uh, we've, oh, excuse me, not D-Ray, we have, uh, number 598-4-6-7 out there in the room. I don't know this D-Ray. I don't know this guy. God damn it, but when I was a kid, I found, I mean, obviously Jessica Rabbit, as I said, but then there's people like, people like Betty Rubble, who just looks like she could bang. I'm sorry. She just looks like she's a dirty girl. Same with Judy Jetson. Say what you want about Judy Jetson. If she's old enough. When she turns 18, I'm all over Judy Jetson. I don't care. I mean, if I was single, of course. But but I found Judy Jetson attractive. I found when you blasted forward, blasted, bad word. But, there, I mean, cartoons can be attractive. You were more of a Wilma person. See... I think in the where when they transformed it to the movies to the live action movie, they they obviously got a ha- hotter actress to play Wilma than Betty. Having fucking Rosie O'Donnell play Betty it was a horrible nightmare. I mean, they fixed it a little bit in the second movie when they had a slightly hotter Betty, but but I feel like that kind of killed the thought of Betty. But back in the back watching it when I was a kid, I I can't lie, I thought Wilma was a little busted, and I really wanted to be all over Betty. I, I thought Betty was the hot one. And I don't know if uh, if the term, and, and I'd have to look at the lexicon of this, I'd have to go to UrbanDictionary.com right now, which I'm not going to do, but I'd have to do it if I wanted to, <laughs> and look up the origin from Clueless of the term Betty. I don't know if they're refer. I assume they're referring to a Betty Rubble being like a pretty, oh, you're a Betty, but it could be a Betty Page, or it could be a Betty Davis. So it might not specifically be the uh, Betty Rubble. So yeah, I guess I was more of a uh, more of a Betty guy than a Wilma guy. Not to mention, by nature, this isn't a specific case. This isn't a. This isn't saying there haven't been some specific differences in my life, but in general, I'm not really attracted to redheads either. So there's that. Oh, well, I guess more auburn red is fine, but the yellow red kind of puts me off. It's very alien. I don't want to get into the whole ginger thing because that's overdone, but it does look a little alien. That pale white stuff, you know, it's it's going it's going bad. <laughs> you know, you're doing it wrong if it's all pale white. I prefer darker skin, more Mediterranean type looks. Hence, I think we were talking about uh, girl of the year type stuff. I believe we were referring to that, and I was saying uh, that that in recent years, the one that I think more fits my perspective would be the chick that was on Entourage, the Emmanuel, what the hell's her name? I don't know. Like young Marissa Tomei, even though Marissa Tomei looks fine now. Like my cousin Vinny, uh, Marissa Tomei, God help me. God help me if my girlfriend's listening to this. <laughs> that, that's what I gotta say. God help me. But Marissa Tomei is my shit. She's the shit. I'd get down and I'd do shit to her. <laughs> no night. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, so it's so it's a taste thing. Everybody likes different flavor soda. I personally don't like Dr. Pepper, but I'm not telling you Dr. Pepper's bad. I think uh, who played her in the movie? Elizabeth Banks. I think Elizabeth Banks was very hot in playing uh, playing Wilma in that movie. I think it's I think it's worth mentioning. <laughs> it's worth mentioning that she was a hot piece of ass. Yeah, that's right. So why did I get on talking about a hot piece of ass and cartoon porn? It, I mean, the truth of the matter is I got there through Judy Jetson, through Wilma, through talking about... <laughs> talking about... I don't know what the hell I was talking about, but I know I started off talking about uh, talking about the Olympics, which talks about stray dogs... Problems with stray dogs, which connects right back to cartoon doing people with Scooby-Doo. See, this is where it gets weird, the Scooby-Doo thing. Because, again, live-action movies are fucking with me a little bit. I mean, I think in the early cartoons, I wanted to... To, like I, I don't even I don't even remember their names offhand, but the the main chick, the one that the one that was played by Sarah Michelle Geller in the movies. Like she was the one that I wanted back back in the day. Yeah, Daphne. I but when I but when I watched the movies, in the movies, no doubt Thalma's the hottest. Like the the girl that plays her when she busts especially in the first movie, when like she busts out of like her clothes and you can just see her in like the bathing suit top or the the bra. Like like I wanna say there's a scene like that in there, and maybe it's in my imagination. She Thalma, oh god, just looks so fucking hot in those movies, or at least the first movie. So, so, so there, there you go with that one. Those are the the Scooby Doo hot things. And just to be fair, just to be fair, if I was a chick, I would probably be all over uh, Shaggy if he'd shower. I mean, I'm not too into Ken dolls, and and also if I go to the human thing, uh, what's his name? But friggin'. Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller's husband, Freddie Prince Jr., is a doofus. Is a fucking doofus. I never buy him in these movies when he gets the hot chick. When he's in that, uh, what's what's the god? Summer Rental or Summer whatever. The baseball movie where he play where he's a professional. It's not Summer Rental. That's the John Candy movie. It's called, uh, I don't know what the hell the movie's called. But there's a horrible movie where he played, where, uh, <laughs> where he is... I, I agree. She does. She does kind of look uh, more like the traditional one, but that doesn't necessarily. I guess I kind of dig when glasses works on a girl, when when the fit is right and it just it all connects. It's like okay, that that really works, and so yeah, <laughs> so yeah. There's that. I think tape delay isn't quite as uh. Summer catch, thank you. Tape delay isn't quite as bad on this as it is on Twitch. With uh, from the podcast to the to the chat room, so I'm get I'm getting your comments relatively soon after my bullshit. Yeah, summer catch, and thank you for saying that because I lost my train of thought. I don't buy Freddie Prince Jr. and Summer Catch as some off the hook pitcher that is just out of control, the cocky fucking young guy. Fuck him in that movie, and I don't buy that the hottest Jessica Biel ever is is in that movie to me. I think by the time she reaches a uh, Total Recall, she hit the wall, her face hit the wall and got smushed with either plastic surgery or just stopping being hotness. But I think in Summer Catch is like her peak of attractiveness. And it's like, I don't buy that this girl would ever want to bang this guy. 
I just don't, I don't fucking buy it. And I don't buy it from the case of that he is, not because of the whole thing set up in the movie that they're in a different class structure, that, you know, one's a rich, rich girl and the other one works, you know, as a person working for the DPW or some crap. It's just because he's a fucking dork. She's all that, yeah. Yeah, any movie he is in where he plays the guy, I don't buy it. The only role that I kind of enjoyed him in was was when he was like a doofus. When he played the doofus guy on 24, I actually thought he wasn't that bad on 24. I thought he kind of fit into the whole uh, the vibe pretty well of the over-the-top. Oh, you better watch out, Jack. I'm going to shoot you. But I forget if he was fucking Jack's daughter. No, he wasn't. It was uh, the... I'm sorry, I'm getting into 24. 24 is coming back, folks. If you are into 24, I highly recommend checking out the brief little movie thing that, or a brief little trailer, for a better word, that show, that was shown during the Super Bowl. It's it's pretty cool. It was uh, it shows Jack going kind of crazy, taking Chloe, who, who looks like she's had a really bad hair day, and uh, kind of cuddling her, cuddling her out and being like, hey, baby. Hey baby, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna jack you. I'm gonna stick my gun into you, and I'm gonna jack you hard, baby. I'm gonna jack it right down. You're, you're gonna like it, baby. <laughs> Touch me right there. <laughs> so welcome to the show, everybody. That was that's my opening rant. That's about a uh, what, what, what? The show is an hour long show, and that was a uh, half an hour rant. Perfect, perfect. That's 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 what I like. That's the kind of thing I like to do. So my whole point of mentioning all this is please, 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 please. I mean, if I'm going to I'm not going to tell you not to watch the goddamn Olympics as has been stated by some people. And, and I agree with this. The Olympics are one of the greatest uh, events in the world. And they only happen every once in a while. I personally liked it better when I was a kid, when they were only every, when they actually were every four years, not every two years is every other event. When it was like every four years, there was the summer and winter Olympics in a year. I believe that's how it was. Uh, you don't quote me on this. Oh God, yeah, I know. He just sucks. He is. He's one of those guys that I'm. I'm surprised he's. He has success as an actor. Because uh, he always plays the same doofus asshole as he always does, but but mentioning what I was talking about with the dogs, it, it's going to be tough for me to. I guess by supporting the Olympics, I'm not necessarily supporting the Russian government that's that's allowing all these stray dogs to just get tortured and killed. I mean, I, I understand getting them off the streets, but. I do feel like this needs to be reported more highly than this bullshit about boo-hoo, I'm a reporter, and I have to live in a crappy room is getting all this press when dog slaughter isn't. And, you know, maybe I'm a pussy, maybe I have problems, but I don't, like, you can kill people. Go ahead and kill people if they're assholes. I, I mean, I have a problem with it, but, you know, I'm not going to really get up in arms. But you kill dogs, you kill cats, like mass mass genocide of animal type crap that pisses me off that makes me want to turn like eat a power pellet turn you into a blue ghost and eat your ass and then spit out your eyes that's what it makes me want to do yeah i've got pac-man on the mind and guess what just because of all that bullshit i downloaded the pat i downloaded pac-man to the wii for the wii u e-shop and you bet your ass i'm gonna be streaming some pac-man just because tune in to that and check that out 
God damn it. Mother grabbers. Streaming some Pac-Man. Mm. Ultimately, though, unless I'm doing speed runs or I'm awesome at the game, doing something like Pac-Man or Donkey Kong, like not old school Nintendo games that actually have silly stories or things like that. I think that's different. But specifically games like Donkey Kong or or Pac-Man, it seems to me that if I was really going to if I was really going to stream those for extended periods of time, I might do something like in a half an hour, do 50 minutes of uh, a Pac-Man, 50 minutes of I am going to do some streaming today. I might I might start with uh, it depends if I got something in the mail. I'm either going to do some streaming today or tomorrow, but but split it in half and do uh, and do 15 minutes of one, 15 minutes of the other, go back and forth between Pac-Man and Donkey Kong. Because I don't feel like you could do too much of one, especially when I'm not not a fucking expert, like when I'm not going to do like speed awesome runs of uh, Pac-Man. But potentially there will be some, there will be a little bit of some Pac-Man streaming later today. So, so that's, that's, uh, so keep that in mind, ladies and gentlemen, keep an eye out for the Couch Masters, uh, Couch Masters Twitch page that you'll be able to check out if you're, uh, if you're passing through here live and listening to this. So Welcome. Folks, or listening to the the recording up on issuesprogram.com of this, please go out and check out the Couchmasters Twitch page. And also, in the room, I have my friend D-Ray. Check out D-Ray's Twitch page as well. Doing a lot of live streaming of some fun games. So check that out, goddammit. So enough pubbing, enough sucking my own cock for one second. I can't promise it's always going to be that way. If I can bend, I can suck, and that means I'll do it. I, I mean, I'm tackling simple questions that we've been asking ourselves since our childhood days. But the question, the question remains, if I could do it, would I do it? I met a kid in high school that could do it, that could literally, he showed us in a, in a, dare, in a dare, not during dare, not uh, the against drugs program. I'm talking about literally dare, a dare, like we dare you 20 bucks that you can't, suck your own dick and he's like no i can't i totally can this kid carl Mercedes. yeah i'm i'm blowing up his spot of his real name awesome kid great kid that was so flexible weird kid but extremely smart i hope he's doing well wherever he is but uh carl Mercedes. and and he did if you could see me yeah i don't know how much of me you can see i can put up the camera i can put up the camera so i can see myself let me let me tone down he like put a banana right here and then like went down and like grabbed the banana. So he had it in between his legs for those just listening. Had it in between his legs. And yeah, I think this is very clear to the I got I got issues. <laughs> I do have issues. Here's a picture right here. <gasps> I've got issues. But I hate you all while simultaneously having love. And I'm rage filled. But not too bad. I've got I've got some issues guy in my in my corner. Hi. Here I am. Ha 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 ha. Oh, chubby issues. There we go. Okay. Enough looking at myself. So he proved that he could actually do it. <laughs> See, I need to keep the camera off myself. Otherwise, ooh, you did? Oh, it was that look. It was me reaching down, being like, bam. Bam, goddammit. I got a little excited too because I got a mouth very close to that area. And whether it's my mouth or someone else's mouth, when a mouth gets close to that area, it feels good. It No doubt that it is the kind of thing that we all like to party. We all like to party and dance with that, folks. And there's no problem with that. It's like a handshake. I think, there's a, I think there is a test. Or a test. There's a study. 
that proves the more blowjobs you get, the happier you are. I don't know where that study is, but I'm sure of it. This is a hypothesis that that needs no scientific verification. I'm telling you this is the truth, and you know it's the truth. 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 Peace. (laughs) So yeah, watch out at the Olympics, guys. Watch out when you're watching them, and watch out when you're watching them. That's a lot of watching. Just be... Just be aware of all the crap that Putin and the government has to do, has to has has done to make this happen in Russia. And just to get to a more serious point here for a second, and talk about and stop talking about pooping for a second. <laughs> I would if I could too, man. I would if I could as well. But to talk about some serious shit, this is why the Olympics shouldn't be in places like Russia. I'm sorry, like because of crap like this happening, it shouldn't happen. I and. And if anything, again, we've learned from Cool Runnings is that the Olympics are corrupt. So, so there we go. And yes, to, to go, I just saw D-Ray's comment. Of course I would. Of course you would. Who cares? Who cares? Every All you kids used to suck your fingers or suck your thumb when you were a kid. It, and if it's yours, then of course you would. No doubt. I don't believe it. I believe this is maybe one of those uh, male women type thing because I do believe, I do believe that if we were to test this out, more men would say that they would suck their own dicks than women that would eat their own vaginas. Pussies, excuse me. I I felt so uncomfortable saying the word pussy for some reason right there because it turns me on just saying it. So I feel uncomfortable saying it. I'm like, um, so vagina, but if I say pussy, what, what? you can just hear the tone in my voice change. Pussy? What? I get all like, I get all goofy. Why is it censoring you? Can I shut that off? Am I? Do I have the ability to shut off censorism on on my chat? That that's one of those things that bothers me about about uh, these sites, these Twitch, UStream, Livestream, uh, Justin TV, all of them. They all have the censored. Censored chat rooms that can easily be dealt with with like you know dots and stuff you know but that's why you that's why you end up getting uh, getting moderators into your room so you can have someone else deal with that but I should be able to say goddamn fuck no I want you to be able to swear in the chat room but but no so back to my major point here of the day and the really the really really important thing to take from the issues program if you're going to take anything from the issues program take this and that's more men would suck their di- own dicks than women would eat their own vaginas that i mean uh, how am i how am i not on CBS radio somewhere right now because i'm raising the important questions and i mean i think that i think i think this is important folks i think this test needs to happen but I need to find the right place to, to perform this test. I don't think something like Facebook or Twitter would work for this. I need something more private so people honestly answer these questions. I need to go to like, like I don't know, like Craigslist or something and do like a... But even that, people aren't going to really... People are just going to call me sick. They're going to like write me emails that go, You're a sick motherfucker just for wanting to know this. What, what's next? What's next? You, you're going to rape Scooby-Doo? Scooby Dooby Doo! Ah, ah! Oh, Scooby Dooby Doo's got a Scooby bone in his butt! Blah, 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 blah. 
Oh, 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 oh my god, Phil, you're really getting up behind me. <laughs> Thanks, Gooby. <laughs> Thanks for being willing. Wee wee wee, I am French Hulk, I am back from the dead. Just cause Phil is behind me, I am feeling really good. And I am not angry, I am not angry. Oh, oh my god, I am angry. Oh no, there, do not do that, Phil. Oh. God damn. Yeah, it's it's not letting me get the links for some reason. Uh, it's it's not letting. Send me the link on uh, Facebook so I can uh, click it there. Give send send me the link on Facebook so I can go there. What am I click off there? God damn it! I don't want to read about stray dogs anymore. It's making me sad right there <laughs> on that one. It's making me sad. So yes, French French Hulk. Doesn't like it when he's angry. Wow, that was my fir first French Hulk, um, first French Hulk sighting in a long time. I mean, it's good to have you back, buddy. We we feel I am very happy to be back. You were dreaming about me the other night, and you felt like you needed to put me in there, right? That's right, French Hulk. I felt like I've been missing you in my show for too long. We oui, 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 maybe I alone, French Hulk, would do us some streaming. Wouldn't it be funny to see me play the Mario? Um, I don't know if. Funny, maybe sad. We oui, we oui, feel now I'm over here, so I sound like I am more like a different person. No, you don't. You just sound like me doing a stupid French accent. We oui, we oui, that is okay because that is the kind of party we have here. Yeah, that's true. It is the kind of party we have here. Hey, what kind of party we have here? I'm here too. I'm Sally, Sally. I'm Sally, Sally. That's right. I'm Sally too. I'm sorry you forgot me, cause I am here and I am important to your show too. No, you're not really important. Hey, you don't think I'm important? I am very important. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wee wee wee. She got angry. Oh my God, French Hulk. Yo yo, everybody. It's Rocky Balboa here to beat the shit out of everybody. Whoa yo yo, Adrian. Blah. Hey everybody, it's Mike Tyson. Everyone see my Spike Lee movie? It's really really good. Wee wee wee. I saw it. It is better than any of the shit Spike Lee put out in years. Wee wee wee. It is good. Oh my god, guys, would you just stay under my head because it just makes me feel really crazy when you guys come out to play. It just makes me feel insane. God damn it. Goddamn freaks. <laughs> so, Google has nailed its colors uh, for the mast of the Russians' gaze rights in the new Google Doodle, which is dedicated to the Olympic Charter. The internet company logo was presented with the colors of the rainbow flag and also featured the images of the Winter Games. The build-up to the, to the games and the ceremony of which place, takes place today has been disrupted by a debate over apparent conflicts between the uh, central principles of the games and anti-gay anti laws of Russia. The doodle linked to the search of blah, 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 blah. I could read the rest of this, but I think the main thing is more crap of while a place like goddamn backwards country Russia, which is like some Hickville East bumfuck that still think they're fighting the, the civil war. Like it's, it's that kind of mindset going on there. Why do you have the most, the biggest and brightest uh, athletes in the world going to the situation that the Olympics is supposed to be a celebration of unity of all types of people coming together and it should be held in a in a happy place like it should be held in Scandinavia every, every winter's game should be held in Scandinavia and every summer games should be held in Australia 
They're two very happy places. They don't have much else going on in their lives. Just let, let's just plant them there and just have the events at those two places every single fucking year. Instead of having people like raped and pillaged and hung up because of their and dogs murdered just to have the Olympic Games in your hometown. Seriously. Shut the hell the fuck up. <laughs> I think I'm talking to myself right there. Shut the hell the fuck up. Now, a lot of people know, to change the subject a little bit here, of course, change the subject as much as I can change the subject because I just go around in circles. And then suddenly I want to talk about something else. <laughs> and then I want to talk about something else. And then I want something else. <laughs> I sure hope you're watching this, watching this live stream. This one's definitely going up on YouTube. I wish I got the beginning half of the show on on uh, on live live image capture here, but I was a little I was a little apprehensive of a live show. I don't know why, but but it's like I have to do a little like one extra step to make this go live. And I was having some problems last week with uh, UStream with uh, getting up on the server and stuff. And I want to test it out. I've talked about this before, but I want to test out doing some live events on on YouTube, trying to do my show live on, on the uh, YouTube streaming just to see how it works. I did some tests, but as as the audio is really bad, even even in the same setup that I'm doing right here, the, the audio level is a complete different category, so it, it goes down. Uh, I'm thinking about maybe doing doing a show live on the Issues Guy Twitch page and uh, streaming while I while I talk and doing like a an Issues program as like a stream. And I wanted to mess around with UStream and do some video game streaming on UStream to see how see how it worked to see what kind of difference it is to see if maybe I could do some screen cap type stuff that I can't do on my Mac yet because I don't have the right programs uh, to do to do all the cool stuff that D Ray and John do with you know having the, have whether John does on camera or D-Ray has the, the, the border around the screen, those type of things. I wanted to see if I could do it with Ustream since I don't have the tech to do it yet with uh, with with uh, my MacBook and with Twitch. So uh, Ustream wasn't working, so I was apprehensive about coming up and doing live. Sorry, guys. I need to catch my breath. I need to catch my breath because of that long, stupid rant when I had the French Hulk show up. Mm. But speaking of the Hulk and other superheroes... Great transition. If the ex, exactly, and I agree with that too. Just to go back to something uh, Dira was saying, who gives a crap if there's actually if there's people there? It's the Olympics. The Olymp people are gonna watch the Olympics no matter what, and I think that's what you were trying to what you were saying is that like people are gonna watch it no matter what. So why do we need to have the Olympics as some big event that people go to and that be this big huge thing and. So why don't we just, again, my mention, you build an Olympic stadium somewhere in a snow climate and somewhere in a warm climate, and then you just have it broadcast from there every single year. The only audience members you have is the reporters and all the people from around the country, around the world that come to cover the events, and and maybe a few contest winner type people around things. Other, otherwise, it's all broadcast live on television. I mean, maybe, I mean... I'm trying to see, and even myself as a sports fan, I don't think, and I'm a big sports fan, there's certain events I like going to. I love, even though I'm not the biggest hockey fan, I like going to hockey games. It's fun. 
generally speaking, most other sports, I think I like going to baseball games more than I like watching it on TV. But football and basketball, who, which are my two, mo- two most favorite sports, I prefer to watch both of those on television, as crazy as it sounds. I like watching it. I think they work better in that, in that setting, in the setup. I mean, sometimes football can be good in the, good outside, but I don't want to be freezing my ass off. A couple times I've enjoyed football games is when I've been lucky enough to be with people that had luxury box seats, so I'm in a warm place and watching the game, and then I'm like, oh, then I'm watching it on a television, eating food, so technically I'm watching it on a television, but I'm at the stadium, and that's pretty cool. I've been to boxing matches. I prefer watching boxing or fighting on television as well. Sometimes fights are good to go there, there live because you get a different kind of feeling. So I guess maybe fighting is one of the ones that might be good to go see live because you because you can really smell it more than you can do it on television. You can't do that on television. <laughs> exactly. No one cares. And it's been that way since... Uh, Dewey was saying it's the, literally the best athletes in the world. No one cares if you're black, white, gay, straight, blue, green. As long as you're human <laughs> and haven't been and haven't been Lance Armstronged and haven't been Barry Bonds in your balls, you can. And even in some cases, yeah, you can because let's let's look at uh what's the the track and field star that gr- woman I'm messing I'm forgetting her name that uh, came out like last year that she was on steroids the whole time so it's so it's basically if you're human and you can pass the steroid test you can get into the olympics it doesn't matter what you are and it's been that way forever right back when we whooped hitler's ass with you know people that weren't of the supreme white race back in the olympics when the jews in the usa kicked the germans ass and I don't know if that actually happened. I'm assuming it happened. <laughs> and I'm liking that it happened. Yeah, I, exactly. The The Boston Marathon. We all know somebody from Boston isn't actually going to win the Boston Marathon. We know it's going to be someone from, you know, from Zimbabwe or from, or from, uh, what's the one that always gets the, gets the winner? Uh, there, it's been like the same winner from the same country, like the last million years. So we know it's going to be somebody that spends their whole life training to run marathons. It doesn't matter. Again, it doesn't matter the race, creed, or color. And it's, again, if you can't just open up to that mindset, then don't have the Olympics in your back fucking yard. If they, yeah, exactly. As long, as long as they have legs and can run fast, that's all that matters in sports. That's one thing I never got about sports. It's, it's when it comes down to it, especially especially in football or baseball or the main sports, more so in pre-1980s sports. It didn't matter about race. You were a slave to the owners. It, it didn't matter what color you were. You made pittance. There's a wonderful line in the movie, uh, Basketball. At the end when they're, at the very beginning of the movie when they do the community basketball event and they they raise all of the sport and they have like all these people, these fans watching it. And then the big, the rich guy comes up to him and he's like, he's like, yeah, I want to turn basketball into a real sport. And he's like, I don't know about that. You know, I don't like the way sports are these days. He's like, I want to get back to the days when athletes were like, were like indentured servants. And yeah, it's exactly, athletes used to be that. But it doesn't matter what your color, sex, or anything is. As long as you can be successful in the sports. As long as you can properly perform and beat the rest of the other world's ass. That's all that matters. That and that you have an awesome song like the Jamaican bobsled team again. 
Kenya, exactly. Kenya is where they're from. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God damn it. Seriously, what the hell? So yeah, they're all from they're all from Kenya. But seriously, I watch the Boston Marathon every year. I used to go there every year before I got afraid of people. Where I don't want to be I don't want to be in the midst of people. I just want to be in front of them. So let's talk a little bit about a couple more stories before <laughs> before it's the end of the show. I mean, I basically ranted about the Olympics the uh <laughs> the whole uh the whole time. So, let's get to a couple more stories. And then call it a day so I can take a little bit of break and then get to some streaming. Now, the Hollywood Reporter, there's been a lot of reports over the last couple weeks about casting in this new Batman Superman movie. I mean, there's been a lot of talk about this Batman Superman stuff for a while. It started off with the whole uh, Ben Affleck being cast as Batman thing, which was very interesting. And we talked about that at length at a show a couple weeks ago. And recently, this week, it came out that that Jesse Eisenberg, who at first I confused with uh, with the guy from uh, f- from Saturday Night Live, Andy Samberg. I was watching uh, watching Andy Samberg or something. And I was like, oh wow, that's gonna be Lex Luthor, and they're like, no, no, that's Andy Samberg, not uh, <laughs> not uh, Jesse Eisenberg. So Jesse Eisenberg is gonna be Lex Luthor, and and then uh, Jeremy Irons is, was it? It's gonna be Alfred. So, I don't care too much about the Jeremy Irons being Alfred. The cool thing about that is, essentially, Jeremy Irons has always played, even in Die Hard with a Vengeance, he has always played sort of like an interior character that has a lot going on and kind of is reserved and stuff. And whereas that's Batman's character trait, whereas Alfred's always been someone to kind of bitch slap him and be like, listen, Batman, stop being so much of a bitch. Uh, Wake the hell up. Stop Stop being being a... Stop being a duty head Batman and go face the world and be friendly. So if they're having a very hardcore, kind of reserved, militant Alfred, it makes me wonder what kind of Batman Ben Affleck's going to play or if Jeremy Irons being a great actor is going to stretch it out and be much more of the Alfred type we know. Personally, I think it's not quite as important. It does tell us some cool things that Batman's not just going to be a cameo character in this movie, which isn't important. He's actually going to show up and he's going to have some Batman universe characters, even if it's just Alfred. Uh, I, I had long feared that this was just going to be a Superman movie where Batman shows up in the middle of Metropolis, like, oh, I got to stop this fucking alien, blah, 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 blah. And I, I kind of hoped it wasn't that. I kind of hoped it was more of a, a dual story. I don't like the rumors that Wonder Woman's in this movie. I don't like that. I think that's a little bit too much. I don't want to get too crazy here at first. I think just Batman versus Superman or Batman Superman movie is the best way to go. Also, the fact that we know now that Lex Luthor's in the movie changes things a little bit. And the fact that will Lex Luthor be the main villain in this movie? Or is it going to be, a super again, a Superman versus Batman thing? Or is it going to be a stupid Freddy Krueger versus Jason thing where we have to deal with stupid human stories where we just want Freddy and Jason to beat the shit out of each other? The end of that movie is the best when Freddie and Jason just start beating the crap out of each other. And I personally, like I think everybody wants to see if they have a Batman versus Superman thing, we want to see the Dark Knight Returns type thing where Batman shoots Superman between the heart with a kryptonite arrow or or a bullet or some kryptonite bullet and then goes down there with a big mecha suit a la, a la aliens or, uh, you know, go in there and just beat the living shit out of Superman. 
I think that's what we all want to see. Let's 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 cut through the shit sandwich here. We all want to see Batman kick the shit out of Superman. No one wants to see it the other way around. But I mean, maybe we want to see Ben Affleck get his ass kicked, but he's going to be in a big costume. We're not going to really get to look at his face. So we want we want. I personally, if this is just a character thing, I want Batman to kick Superman's ass, and I want it to happen happen awesome. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to necessarily see a Superman versus Batman. I mean, a Superman and Batman storyline where they start off where there's a half a scene at the beginning of them fighting because they don't quite get along because they have different perspectives of going at things. And then suddenly they realize that they have a common enemy in Lex Luthor. And then it's the two of them versus Lex Luthor. I think that's very anticlimactic because no matter how tough Luthor is going to be in this movie or what kind of different setup he's going to be like, and we'll talk about him in a second, I don't think... If you have Superman and Batman working together to solve a problem, it the enemy needs to be really, really powerful. Because other than that, it's just going to be really anticlimactic. As much as I like the original Batman movie, the Batman versus the Batman Michael Keaton Batman, the problem I have with that movie is that the, by the end of it, you know that the very end of the movie isn't going to really even be a fight. And I don't need a big knockdown, drag out, beat up fight between every last good guy and bad guy in a movie. A lot of people think that's an overdone trope in stories. You know, it gets overdone every superhero movie. You see the big fight between the big guy and the the good guy and the bad guy. I don't think you need that in every movie, but you do need it in some kinds of movies, and especially back in early days in the the, uh, late 80s, early 90s, 89, I think, when that Batman came out. That was important. And it just was like the whole movie, especially when I watched it as a little bit older, it's like you just know that Jack Nicholson's going to get his ass kicked. I mean, I think Jack Nicholson was awesome in that movie. I think that movie's awesome. Hmm. But I think it's kind of anticlimactic. And the same with the Superman movies of the 80s. You knew that, I mean, the second one's different with the Zod fight and all that. That's fucking kick-ass awesome. That's the standard. But the first movie, when he's fighting Lex Luthor, the only part that's cool is when Luthor pulls out the kryptonite, and you're like, oh my god, Superman could actually be hurt if Miss Tessbacher didn't uh, grow some balls and save him. Yes, I agree. The end of Freddy vs. Jason was kick-ass, maybe one of the best ends to a movie that we've had in a while. It it was awesome when they're just beating the crap out of each other. But it's like it's like an an hour of foreplay for that half an hour. I would literally pay money to go see an hour and a half of just Freddy and Jason beating the shit out of each other. And I know, yeah, yeah, you couldn't really do that. Watch Godzilla versus Gamera or Godzilla versus King Kong or any of those big monster movies. It it is just that. It's just them fighting for the whole time. It's not stupid human stories that I could give a crap less. It's even worse than Aliens versus Predators, the first Alien versus Predators movie. It's like, shut up, humans. I don't care about your stupid story. Get to the aliens beating the shit out of the Predators or the Predators beating the shit out of the aliens. That's all I want to see. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I think that if they're going to make these verse movies, they really just need to go all the hell out on them. Uh, yeah, they do. I would love to see actually a Mar- <laughs> This will never happen. It's like... But some people could say that about about uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. They need to get Marvel and DC to do a... They used to do them in the 80s and the 90s in comic book form where they would have a crossover cart. Uh, crossover comics where it would be say like Spider-Man versus Robin or or uh, or Superman versus Hulk in a in a liftoff or something, and 
and I think that Marvel and DC should get together and and whether it's a cartoon, a digitally animated movie or something, I think that would make more sense because you could do more with it and you could make it on your own pace, but need to make a battle movie, a crossover movie where it's just them beating the shit out of each other. And I want to say people voted in the magazines on who would win the fights, but I think in some cases it's okay to have like Spider-Man beat Robin and Spider-Man should beat Robin. I mean, it's a good fight, but in the end, Spider-Man should beat Robin. And and I forget where some of the other ones were, but there were a lot of really good fights. And I think it, it was they were obvious ends. It was like uh, Wolverine versus Bat. I want to say it was Wolverine versus Batman, and Batman found a way to beat him using an electric electromagnetic pulse to like fuck with the metal inside of his body because he was was able to pre-plan it or something. It was re- it was really cool. Wolverine versus Superman would be interesting if someone could get give Wolverine kryptonite claws i would pay again that's something i would pay to see just see wolverine with a kryptonite claw attachment or something kind of like when wolverine uh had the adamantium taken out of his body in the comics and uh which he eventually got back and had the the claws that he held with his hands uh it'd be awesome if those were kryptonite claws and he was just beating the shit out of superman you gotta think superman's speed would help him in that situation but i think ultimately there the reaction time of Logan would be too fast. It would be very interesting. So let's get more into the Superman versus... Uh, the Hollywood Reporter has some insight and to uh, share with us on why the studio cast a younger Lex Luthor for the uh, unofficial titled Batman versus Superman movie. What follows is accurate and also sets the record on who wasn't approached for the role. In an article originally appearing in the Hollywood Reporter magazine, February 14th issue, February 14th, not February 14th, February 14 as the year 14. The uh, trade publication reveals that the next Lex Luthor, played by Jesse Eisenberg, will, will be in line with a contemporary Lex Luthor audience, have become familiar with both on television and graphic novels. The new Generation X Lex Luthor is younger compared to an on big to his big screen inc- uh, appearances like Gene Hackman and Kevin Spacey. Uh, fans of the CW show Smallville saw Lex as a youthful version of the guy being a friend with Clark growing up. During an announcement of Jesse Eisenberg playing Lex Luthor, director Zack Snyder had said this to say, Lex Lex Luthor is also considered the most notorious of Superman's rivals, his unsavory reputation uh, preceding him since 1940. What's great about Lex is that he exists beyond the confines of stereotypical nefarious villains. He is complicated and sophisticated character whose intellect, wealth, prominence, position have him as one of the few mortals able to challenge the incredible might of Superman. Having Jesse in the role allows us to explore the interesting dynamic and also take the character in some new and unexpected directions. Interestingly, The Hollywood Reporter continues by revealing their numerous sources that informed them that Breaking Bad actor Brian Cranston was never even approached for the uh, Batman vs. Superman role of Lex, along with Tom Hanks, who was later rumored in being uh, rumored for Lex Luthor. However, a familiar name along with fans, Adam Driver. It was originally rumored Adam was being considered for Nightwing. THR reports that Adam was not able to commit to the Lex role due to a schedule conflict. Director Zack Snyder decided to target Jesse Eisenberg after that. Sources say that the studio creator, direct uh, Zack Snyder, aren't casting a wide net. They're, They're picking very specific people and going after them. Or sword, a kryptonite sword with Wolverine, that'd be sick. 
So basically all that, what's all that blah 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 mean? It means that they're taking they're going after the obviously the younger demographic by doing a younger Lex, the Smallville demographic. And to be fair, Lex was originally a younger character closer to Clark in age and and then was created was kind of recanoned older with the Gene Hackman thing becoming the standard for Superman. And ultimately, like in a lot of cases where the movies affect the comic books, like it happened with Batman or the television show effect, or the, the campy 60s uh, Batman show affecting the comic books of that age as well. So this isn't unheard of with things like this affecting Jesse Eisenberg. Do I think he's the best person for Lex Luthor? I think he has a better chance of doing a good Lex than, in my mind, Ben Affleck does playing a good Batman. And I know this is bringing up old stuff, but I appreciate Ben Affleck when he fits a role. I don't think this is the right kind of role for Ben Affleck playing Batman. I just don't, I don't see, I like him better when he's not playing a brooding type character, when he's not supposed to be playing someone that's a badass. I don't buy that shit. I like him in the Kevin Smith movies or when he's playing a dick like in, uh, like in Dazed and Confused or it, or his character in Mallrats, again, a Kevin Smith movie. But I like him in those type of movies. I like him in bit parts and movies that he directs like in Argo and things like that. I don't think he can pull off Batman. Whether he looks cool in the costume is a different story. And I guess that's the case where I do think... Uh, I agree. Actually, he was... Uh, the, the Smallville Lex was a lot of people's first choice to uh, to play Lex Luthor. A lot of like the fans and their response to the whole... Uh, Jesse Eisenberg thing is that is that they think that guy should should have been Lex Luthor him or uh, this other actor that I'm not too familiar with he was in the he was in the show that was on after Breaking Bad but uh, a lot of people actually are saying that that the Smallville uh, Lex should have been should have been this Lex in this movie but I guess it's one of those cases where Michael Caine should fucking play Alfred again too but they don't they probably don't want to confuse people into thinking that it's the same character. I, that stuff never quite makes sense to me. I think if someone does something good on television, they should be able to carry it over into a film. It goes to how I feel about the new Ninja Turtles movie. I think that the people in the Nickelodeon cartoon do the voices so well that Michael Bay probably should have approached them to do the voices for the Ninja Turtles just because they're so synonymous with the Turtles right now that all these diehard Ninja Turtle fans have those voices set into our heads right now of being one of the best the best voices of the, the Turtles have ever had. And they're like big actors too in some cases where you have uh, Sean Austin and Jason Biggs doing voices. So it would be cool if you brought those people in. But whatever, I don't want to talk about Ninja Turtles. I don't want to talk about the Ninja Turtles. But but I think Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg could potentially play a decent, decent funny-ish Lex Luthor. Personally, though, I just don't think he's quite right for it. I don't like any of the casting announcements I've heard of this movie, and I don't like Zack Snyder generally as a director. But the only thing I do like, I like the guy they cast for Superman. I like I like him in Man of Steel. I think he played a very very good Superman. I don't like this. I don't like all of what happens in Man of Steel. 
I think it's uh, visually awesome. Like some of the action and it's like shot incredibly well. And I think Zack Snyder definitely shoots action well. And I think if someone can help him with story on this and someone else can write this story and and advise him not to 300 up this thing too much with the, the quick cuts, I think it has potential to look good and be a cool fight between someone that looks like Superman and looks like Batman. And that's all I care about ultimately. If I want a deep, emotional Batman type story I'll check out the Dark Knight it exists it's not like those type of movies don't exist and there's also the cartoons that are all on the whole DC Universe cartoons there's a whole backload of stuff if you want some real deep awesome uh, superior interactions there's shows like Smallville there's shows like Green Arrow that's on right now there's all the the old Batman animated series there's the old Justice League cartoons all that stuff's awesome watch it what you're going to get in this movie, you know what you're going to get. You're going to get an action-packed movie with some really awesome bam, boom, blah, 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 between Superman and Batman. You're going to get Lex Luthor saying some funny one-liners and maybe not being the main villain but being someone that's causing some disarray between Superman and Batman. Maybe Lex decides that the only way to stop this Superman is through Batman or maybe the other way around. And then there's and then he sets them off against each other and at the end of the movie it gets discovered that Lex is the real villain and he becomes the villain of the next movie. Who knows how it'll be how it'll be go, how we'll go with that. Michael Rosenbaum is the guy's name that uh, played Lex on the original series. On the original series. Captain. Captain, I don't like it. Let's see what this is. Fucking Catalina wine mixer. It's a fucking Catalina wine mixer. It's the fucking Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> it is the fucking Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome, dude. Dude, you are awesome. I want pizza. That's what I want. I want some pizza, dude. Can I get some pizza? <laughs> Sorry, someone was texting me. Thank you for listening to the show, funny texter. So I think that's just about it. I think I'm going to wrap things up today. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to this week's Issues Program live. And thank you for checking out the recording if you're listening to this post. I'm Phil the Issues Guy. Check out all my podcasts and news articles at issuesprogram.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at I Got Issues Man. Search me on Facebook under the Issues Program or Phil the Issues Guy and add me. Add me away as a friend if you'd like. You can also find me on Anook at the Issues Guy. <laughs> and find me on Twitch under the Issues Guy. Let me turn down this music a little bit. All y- search YouTube, the Issues Program as well. Add me there. Blah 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 blah. Also, I'm a part of another production of Group of Assassins, Group of People, called the Couch Masters. So please follow the Couch Masters Twitch page, the underscore Couch Masters. And check out. One of my listeners and friends right now uh, that's in the room, D-Ray, check out his Twitch page as well. Please also, <laughs> please also check out my friends at the Boston Bastard Brigade, Landavesh, Geek Argo, and all that fun stuff right there. Check that out. And I will be back possibly later today doing some streaming over on the Couch Masters page. Depends if I got a little package in the mail. And if not, I might do some, like, like a quick, like, a half an hour, an hour of some, uh, Pac-Man-ness. And, uh, yes. 
I thank you all. Have a good week, and I will be back next week for some more issues next Friday. And I'll have a special guest on next week's show, King Baby Duck from the uh, Boston Bass Brigade. We'll be talking some some video game stuff, so please check that out. Everybody, thank you. Have a good week.